Hey friends, it's me, Katie Ann, and your host of the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, where we go on a journey together tackling the fears of life from member relationships to finance, from careers to community. And today I am so thrilled. We have Chris Larson with us. Chris, do you just want to say hi really quick? Hey, how's everybody doing? You guys, I'm so excited for this conversation. Today, we are talking about financial literacy in emerging adulthood. And I could not think of a more important topic right now in today's society, as well as a more qualified person. So Chris, I just want to introduce you a little bit to our audience that they can they can know that they can truly 100% trust everything you're saying. And um, so Chris, you started your financial literacy journey when you were 21, and you bought your first single family rental while still in school at Virginia Tech, doing biomechanical engineering and an MBA in finance. And then by 27, you were already earning 11,000 monthly in cash flow. How did that feel achieving these things? Like that is so much so young. Yeah, so it's it's funny because, you know, in, in life, we always mm-hmm. look up, right? We're looking around and, oh yeah, um, you know, I did, I started, actually it was probably more like 19, I started my financial literacy okay. journey. I was given a money magazine article, um, mm-hmm. by a family friend who also introduced me to cycling. And by the way, if you want to mm-hmm. learn a little bit more about my story, you can get a free copy of my book and my website, nextlevelincome.com. Yes. You click on the book link. And if you put your address in, I'll even send you a free copy today. So, Oh my gosh, um, we all need this. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, so I, I, uh, you know, I bought my first property at 21 but I was mm-hmm. hanging out with all these real estate investors that were older, that were more mm-hmm. experienced. And I was like, wow, you know, I'd, I'd love to get to this point and you know, I'd be a millionaire one day and, you know, achieve this cash flow. And then I, I ran out of money to buy properties. So mm-hmm. I very quickly, because you can only buy so many. And I started a career in medical device sales. So I went into the medical field um, and I raced bicycles for a long time. So in all of these wow. different endeavors, you know, I was surrounded by like professional cyclists. So I was like, oh, I'm pretty good, but I'm not great. And then mm-hmm. I was in the medical device field and I was around orthopedic spine surgeons and neurosurgeons. So these are literal geniuses. And I'm looking around and thinking like, okay, like I'm pretty smart, but I feel kind of dumb around these people. <laughs> so, you know, to your point, yeah. like I, I can, I started my journey and people would say things to me like, oh, you're set. Like you have these properties and you're doing this and you're doing that. But to me, it was always like, I, I had further further to go. So, and that's, I think that's part of the secret of trying to figure out, you know, being a little humble and trying to figure Mm -hmm. out, you know, how you can continue um, to optimize. It's definitely been a big part of my journey. That's so interesting. Do you think being a person in a room of genius has helped propel you on this journey? Um, Again, I think it it teaches you a a few things. One, it teaches you to be humble, right? So you say, well, Hey, hang, hang on. Maybe I'm, I'm not not as smart as I think I am. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some interesting statistics out there. So surgeons, doctors tend to be poor investors and they tend to be poor pilots. And now mm-hmm. I do want to say my father died uh, in a plane crash. He was a pilot. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not throwing shade on, on any doctors out there. But right. the reason is that people that are intelligent tend to think that they can outsmart a system. And Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, being intelligent enough to operate successfully, but also understanding that there are higher, you know, powers, so to speak, operating, you know, like in the financial world, right? If I'm day trading, thinking that, hey, I'm going to beat, you know, a high powered algorithm with a company that's literally buying fiber optic 
pathways that are, that run through the shortest point in the country from point to point so that they can outtrade you. Like, I'm not going to win that, that strategy. I'm not going to win that battle. And that was outlined in a book by Michael Lewis called Flash Boys. Like literally these companies were buying easements through people's properties, laying a fiber optic cable so that they could front run trades and beat somebody and shave like pennies off of each trade. Mm. So I think, again, I think, you know, um, you always have to be careful, whatever level of success you achieve to say, Hey, you know, there's still further to go. You know, I'm still, you know, not, not to, uh, be Icarus and fly too close to the sun. I think that's one of the most like wisest pieces of advice ever that, that humility. And I think that's also shown later on in your career too. Now that you're an angel investor and that you're helping aspiring entrepreneurs and small businesses, not only in their finances, but I think what's so great that shows your humility is you're coaching them through life and business. And now you're the founder of Next Level Income. And I want you to repeat at the end how people can get to your book, because I think after this podcast, they're just going to want so much more of you. So at the end, listeners will repeat again how you can get his book, Next Level Income. Um, but Chris, I think the really re- the reason I wanted you on my podcast is your philosophy with investing. I was just so impressed with that to you, investing isn't just about money, but it's about a search for financial freedom. And you mentioned that your dad passed away early on. Did his passing away also kind of prompt you on that journey of financial freedom? Uh, yes. So, um, I think if, if anybody out there has followed or read Michael, um, Malcolm Gladwell, Malcolm oh, Gladwell wrote the book. The best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he, he um, writes about something called desirable difficulties. And this really mm-hmm. hit home one day because, um, I was reading, reading this book and I read this and he was talking about how, you know, a lot of presidents and, um, people that are successful in business, they have lost parents in as children, they've lost their parents. And I think like I'm, I'm, I have an engineering background. So I think about things in like terms of equations and analytically KDN and mm-hmm. where it hit me was when we're young, we think we're invincible. We think we're going to live forever. And you know, you don't have to have much math to realize that any number divided by infinity, if you think you're going to live forever, if time is infinity, that is not, that's not a very big number, right? So Right. If, if that's the equation, as soon as you put a number on the bottom of that equation, your time becomes infinitely more valuable. And I think that's mm-hmm. what happens is that when you're young and you realize that time is finite, you mm-hmm. think differently. And what really was even more impactful was I lost my best friend as well when I was in oh college. And when you say, hey, he's 18, I'm 19, I could die tomorrow. You start evaluating your life very differently. And when you say, hey, I don't want to give up an opportunity, the flip side of that is what do you have to do and have to be able to take advantage of opportunities? So, hey, Chris, do you want to go and row the Grand Canyon? I have in the, in the back of my, the back my of background your... here Yes. Um, for three weeks. Yes, I do. Well, what do you have to do? You have to have the flexibility, the money, the resources to be able to do that. Unfortunately, or it's an unfortunate reality that you have to have financial resources to truly be free in this country, in this world. Right. You absolutely do have to have that. So as soon as I realized that, hey, I don't want to give up any opportunities. I want to live life to the fullest. Then the next thought was, all right, I need money. I need capital to do that. Right. That is so interesting. That is, you went through a lot of grief early on. And I love Malcolm Gladwell and that idea of of desirable difficulties and how you've used that 
with your humility and just your perspective to help you now think differently. And I'm so excited for you to teach us about this financial literacy and emerging adulthood. Also, because um, like you said, you do have to have finances to be free. And nowadays that's so important. There's, I know there's a lot of research of money isn't happiness, but it is, there is research that at a certain level in income and optimizes your happiness. And so right. there's that opportunity of maybe that green thing in my pocket isn't happiness, but to me it's dancing. And so making sure I can pay for a dance class. So having that financial freedom. So I'm so excited about this financial literacy with emerging adulthood, but I want to know from you as we're transitioning to our topic, why do you think it's so important now to address financial literacy for this kind of new category of emerging yeah. adults? Yeah. So I, fortunately, I feel very fortunate to be able to, to speak to you if you're listening mm -hmm. today. And I think we've done a tremendous disservice in this country especially to our younger adults. We've, we've sold them a bill of goods that is not true. And hmm. if you're not literate, if you can't understand, you know, you can go back in history, you know, whether it was the translation of the Bible, you know, whatever it was, if you can't understand something, you were at the mercy of someone else to explain it to you. So we've been told, hey, you know, go to college, get a good job, everything will be great. That's not true. College for most people is actually not worth the financial cost. But if you can't figure out what a return on investment is and someone says, hey, you can make a million dollars more in your career if you go to college, you're like, that sounds great. But if I tell you, hey, hey, Katie Ann, you can actually make 1.2 or $1.5 million if you didn't spend that money on college and invested it, well, wow. what would you prefer to do? But if you say, well, Chris, I don't even know how to invest it then that isn't even an option for you to consider. So what happens is instead of considering both of those options, we just choose the path that you know, we, we think makes sense. And it's the same as like, well, hey, I don't know how to invest. I'm just going to buy a house. I'm going to go into debt. I'm going to buy a car and I'm going to pay that off. And you know, being debt-free is my goal. Well, being debt-free, the first step of that is going into debt. Now you get out of debt on the other side, <laughs> right. right? So it's like, I'm right. an engineer and I, I think in terms of assumptions. So, uh -huh. um, you know, we have this new bill where they're going to forgive student debt. Well, $10,000, right. that's not a lot of money. But then you think about it, who benefited from this? So the government subsidizes these loans. The colleges mm -hmm. get to charge exorbitant amounts of money for tuition that goes up much faster than inflation year over year over year. And then these kids are told, hey, go to college. Don't ask questions. Just go to college, get a good job and go do it. And then you get a quote unquote financial advisor that tells you to invest in the stock market. By the way, Wall Street contributes massive amounts of money to politicians. So it's like this mm. big circle, right? right. You're not going to be free. And I tell people, you are not going to be financially independent by putting money into your 401k. And I tell people, stop putting money into your 401k if you want to be financially independent, which makes a lot of people's eyes pop open. But we can dive, dive deeper into that. But my point is, right. we have gone so far down this path and we don't even understand what's going on because we don't have that financial literacy to understand what the options are that are out there. 
I think that's a perfect preface to now kind of diving more into the in-depth, into the principles of this topic of, I don't even think some people realize that we we don't have those two options. Some people understand like, okay, wait, I, I know the traditional pathway and then there's this investing, but I just don't know how. I think sometimes for a lot of us, it's, I don't know, this is scary. And so I'm so glad you're here Absolutely. to teach us and also to the group who wasn't even aware, just opening your eyes. So let's just start like literally at the beginning. Let's pretend like we know nothing. Where do we start as an emerging adult, just graduating from high school, kind of, you know, those early stages of your career? Tell me about what's my beginning step. Yeah. So, um, and I have actually, I, I just finished a chapter in a book, um, for children mm -hmm. on this and you can go and you can get this at nextlevelincome.com forward slash kids. And you can download my five tips on how to teach oh, your children awesome. to become money pros. But look, these are tips that are good, whether you're teaching a five-year-old child or whether you're teaching somebody that's 18 to 25, that's going into college. So if you're just getting started on your journey, don't be like, Hey, I'm not a kid, Chris, like, you know, don't do this. But the first thing is, right. You need to be comfortable talking about money, okay? Mm. And you need to surround yourself with people that are also comfortable with talking about money. You know, my friends, my good friends, we talk about like how much we make. We talk about, you know, different business ideas and this sort of stuff. You don't have to be specific, you know? So there are some circumstances where it doesn't benefit you, okay? Mm -hmm. The whole thing about, you know, money and happiness, if you look at those studies, Typically, they're done by people that make about the amount of money that they say equates to optimal happiness. So it is interesting if you look at who does these studies, because let me throw something out to you. Mm -hmm. If you can write a check for it, it's not a problem. Let mm -hmm. me repeat that. If you can write a check for it, it is not a problem. Interesting. If, if your parents need a, need a place to stay when they're older and need help and you can write a check for it, that's not a problem. If you need a car, a new car, and you can write a check for it, that's not a new problem. If you want to go to college and you don't want student debt and you have the ability to write a check for it, it's not a problem. If you want to eat the best food and have the best health and you can go to Whole Foods and, and write a check for it, that's not a problem. Or check, mm. I think, you know, what do we have? Apple Pay now, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> All those, the new technology, you know, yeah. I don't know, touch your phone, you pay yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, if you want to take time off from work and you can, you don't have to have a paycheck come in. You can write, not a problem. So it's important to, to also think about that. So first it's mm -hmm. important to, um, be able to talk about money and that's important to realize what money is and that it's a, a path. So that's step one. Mm. Okay. Um, step two is you have to have the basics set up. Like you have to have a bank account. You have to have an investment account. Um, you have to understand, you know, how, how, you, how money works in this world. Right. So, you know, money now a days it is it's, it's on our phones. Right. So it's not it's crazy. not paper. Yeah, it's right. crazy. So you have to understand, like, how do you balance a checkbook? You know, do you understand right. like my my children have an accounting ledger? And again, I talk about this on that um, on the uh, five tips. An accounting ledger is it's it's basically balancing a checkbook. So if you don't mm. if you've never had a checkbook to balance because it's all in your phone, get some software. You can use a bunch of different things out there. You could use like mint.com, you know, yep. so you understand like where your money's coming in, where your money's going out. That's super important. If you are, if you're young, if you are um, in high school or college, I think it's very important to either have a job or start a business. And mm -hmm. I would say 
not not or start a business, but eventually start a business. And hmm, interesting. entrepreneurship is the driver and the solution. So it's the driver of the economy and it's the hmm. solution to almost every problem that we have. It's not the government, you know, it's not, you know, hoping and praying. Entrepreneurs solve problems. So pick any, like think about something in your head, right? That's like we have... We have an energy problem. We have an energy mm -hmm. crisis, right? People are going to step in. They're going to solve this. We have new nuclear solutions that can provide energy. We have solar. We have wind. We have new technologies. We thought we were going to run out of oil 20 years ago. Well, guess what? Some entrepreneur came in, and whether you agree with fossil fuels or not, they developed mm. new ways of drilling sideways, like literally going mm -hmm. into the ground and then drilling sideways to find you know, more oil because there's, there's money in it. So you know, find... You can go out, you can start a business to solve almost any problem that's out there. And that's how you really make money is you solve problems for other people. You provide value. So if you're looking to make money, go do something where you have the capacity, the capability to help lots and lots of people. That's like, that's like the shortcut. Now, if you find a good area, chances are there's going to be a lot of other people out there trying to figure that out. So number one. Uh, understand, be able to communicate with money, um, have the basics, right? Have your accounts set up. Um, I write about in my book, Ramit Sethi's book, mm -hmm. I will teach you to be rich. It's basically just a flow of how you move money. So you're not, you're not just, you're not shifting money and doing that. Um, number three, you know, have a job, you know, have a business where you're, where you're making money. And I'll stop right there. Um, because this is, there's make, keep and grow are the three mm. steps of the next level income strategy. And we're talking about number one, making money. Yeah, that is so interesting. Okay, we're gonna pause really quick to have a moment for our sponsors. And then I I wanna go back into this make, keep and grow and into your strategies. And also I, I just thought it was so novel, your idea of an entrepreneur. I You kind of just redefined it for me as a problem solver. And I think that's such a less scary way for people to approach entrepreneurship if they just think rather than, oh, I, I'm an entrepreneur, they can say in their head, I'm a problem solver. That's such a big motivator. So we're, we're going to come back right after a break, but we'll just have a moment for our sponsors really quick. My favorite thing each week is just to listen to the stories of these incredible people on the podcast. They give me confidence in all areas of my life. The Full Confidence Ahead sponsor, Utah Money Moms, has boosted my financial confidence. I remember the first time I heard about them on YouTube, I just found this video about tracking your expenses they had done, and it was so simple and confidence building that I went to their website and started downloading as much material as I could. Make sure you head over to utahmoneymoms.com after this episode to sign up for their free webinars on all financial topics from the basics of budgeting to estate planning. Okay, Chris, right before the break, we were talking about, we were on step three of your, your five principles and you were talking about make, keep and grow your money. So can you kind of start from there um, and expound on those? Yeah. So again, step one is make money, make as much mm -hmm. money as you possibly can with your time. Because mm -hmm. first off, if you're listening to this, you're investing in yourself, you are worth it. Okay. You know, you are worth it. You can make more money. There are problems out there that you can solve. There are careers mm -hmm. out there, but you have to go investigate them and figure mm -hmm. those things out. Number two is keep money. And I kind of touched on this by setting up your account structures. Now mm -hmm. we can get really in depth in this. We don't have time today. This is, this is like 10 podcasts worth of, 
of content, and that is um, insurance strategies, tax strategies, um, and just you know different ways to make sure you, you protect the wealth and the money that you've created, right? So if you get sued, if you get into a car accident, if you get hurt, um, if you die, then mm -hmm. you can't, there's, there's no more money, right? Or people take your right. money. Um, right. if you are paying, if you earn a dollar and you pay 50 cents in taxes, you can't do anything with that 50 cents. And you, you may have, may, um, have kind of guessed this, but I think that people are better equipped to, to solve solutions with their own dollars than giving them to another person to solve. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the government, right? The government is just mm -hmm. full of people. And I right. think that if you're listening, you have a better way of using your money to solve problems in the way that, that you choose to be. That doesn't mean I don't think we should pay taxes. I certainly think right. that we need infrastructure, we need some regulation and different things to, to be there. But you know, keep the dollars in your hands so you can solve those problems. Mm -hmm. And that leads to the fourth step, which is learn to invest. Mm -hmm. And this may be you know, starting a Roth IRA and just starting investing in like a time dated, um, you know, uh, mutual fund or ETF or, or low cost uh, system. I talk about how my boys have Roth IRAs with Vanguard. And, you know, this doesn't have to be real complicated. You can, um, you know, do some basic research and, and figure that out. But investing, it's just, it's a time value money. So the earlier you get started, then, you know, the more you're going to have. You can be a millionaire by the time, excuse me, by the time you're 65. If you're right. just investing $500 a month at the average return of the stock wow. market. Yeah. And it's, that's, that's just, it's amazing. Right? right. And that's what I said. If you don't go to college and you, instead of spending a hundred thousand dollars on college, you just invested that money and then just went and got a, got a job. And a lot of people would end up in the same job that they were in, whether or not they went to college and put that money in the stock market, that money would turn into a million dollars or more by the time they wow. retired, even if they never put another dollar into it. So that's the time value of money. And, right. you know, so that's, again, that is a humongous topic. That's one of the things that we're dedicated uh, with the podcast, Next, the Next Level Income Show, um, which is also on our website, nextlevelincome.com. And we bring on people that can help you make more money, help you keep your money, and then ultimately look at different investing options to grow your money. If people are kind of ready to start investing, I just know for, for me, that's kind of the one that I'm still getting into that investing. So can that podcast help someone who's a beginner really learn the ropes and, and get into it? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of different options out there and that's mm -hmm. really, you know, step five. Now, remember I, I geared that, um, that, uh, piece on my podcast, nextlevelincome.com forward slash kids for, yeah. for, for you know, 18 and under. And the last yeah. one is teach children the true cost and the true value of college. Now mm. you can extrapolate this and you can say, determine the ROI. And I talk about that. How do you determine the return on investment of college? Yeah. Now, if you can understand how to determine the return of investment on college, what does that also mean? It means you can also determine the ROI of any investment because then you can understand, wow. hey, if I put $100,000 into option A or $100,000 into option B, and I know how to use one of these, one of these cool things, a financial calculator, <laughs> which I still, yes. this, is from, this is from my MBA. This is a, oh a Texas gosh. Instruments BA2 Plus. 
And yes. look, if you if you want to be sophisticated, you can actually get that on your iPhone now today. So it's wow. really cool. You can download this app. But if you learn how to use this KDN, you can mm-hmm. determine, hey, I can I can determine the cost and the value and the return on investment of pretty much anything I do with my money. And that's what I do when I when I look at investments. I say, okay, should I invest in the stock market? Should I invest in my business or say college? Should I invest in um, a business? Should I invest in a piece of real estate? So, you know, as I look at all these things, if you, once you have this basic financial literacy, you can then determine, hey, I can do this. And software does all this for you. As long as you understand how to in- interpret it, you can then put this information in, you have information that comes out. And then now you have the power to decide, hey, I have this money, I have this time. How can I best optimize this and then ultimately create these streams of income, these passive income streams, which is really kind of the next level. Uh, And that is really passive income is what truly creates freedom. That's so interesting. I think you said something really powerful is uh, financial literacy is power. And I think that's the point. And this idea of you having control of you knowing okay, am I going to have that return on investment? And you also said learning it with doing with college, you can then expand to anything else. And I want to even continue that further. I think the reason why I'm so passionate about financial literacy is because those principles suddenly not only apply to finances, but also then you can look at your time, your friends, like what's the return on investment of those, right? Have you you also, right. Did you notice that as you're teaching people that that financial literacy not only affects their their finances but also their their lifestyle. Well, absolutely. So you know, again, if you're listening to this show, mm-hmm. you are understanding that your time is valuable, mm-hmm. and you can invest that time learning. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I want to do. I want to equate the time value of money to the time value of your life. Okay. So okay. here's what happens: if you invest a dollar today at fifteen percent. It's probably going to, it's going to double about every five years. Okay. Mm -hmm. So over the course of, of 40 years, it's going to double eight times, right? So that's, Mm -hmm. that's $2, $4, $8, $16, $32, $64, $72, $144, $144 times your value 40 years from now. So it's not linear, right? It's exponential. Right. $1 worth $144. 40 years from now. I think I did that right. If it's, if it's Mm -hmm. doubling every five years. So that's massive. That's massive, right? Now, small start, like tiny start, but massive. That's right. That's incredible. Yeah. But now think about this. If you can earn 15% with your dollars, where do your dollars Mm -hmm. come from? Mm. Well, from like work, you know, and where does work come from? Time, your time. Mm. So time equals money, right? Which Mm. means, right your time compounds at the same rate as your money ultimately. Okay. Interesting. So if your time compounds at the same rate as money, that means every minute or hour today is the same as 144 hours, 44 years from now. Wow. Now think if you lived Whoa. your life today, <laughs> we live this reverse. And this is really what upsets me. We tell young people things like take a lot of risk early in your life. That's, that's, that's a mistake. You want to, you want to bet on sure things early in your life, because Mm -hmm. if you make really high probability bets today with your time and your money, 
and your relationships, you waste right. time and you just, you hang out with a bunch of people that, you know, they, they, um, binge drink and, you know, they, they party all the time and, um, maybe they do drugs and, you know, they're not focused on, you know, right. things that are really true to your core values. Well, you're, you're probably wasting your time, right? If you're, right. if you're sleeping off a hangover, you're, you're wasting your time, right? Right. So if you invest a little bit of that time, and I talk about on my blog, how you can get an extra 20 to 40 hours a week, right? And this is things Woo! like get off of social media. Don't yep. watch the news. Hey, if you're listening, you're like, Hey, Chris, that's great, but I don't have money to invest. I don't do that. I would look in the mirror and say, Hey, are you on social media? Are you watching the news? Are you watching sports? How many hours a week are you doing all those things? Mm -hmm. Are you, are you drinking? Are you sleeping in because of that? You know, what are you doing that you, that isn't really contributing to what you want? Because everything you do today is either moving you towards your goals or they're moving you away from your goals. Nothing is static. So hmm. think about that. And that's, that's my point. You asked a question, you know, do I see this? And the answer is once you understand that time equals money and you understand that you can multiply your dollars by understanding investing, that means you can multiply your time and then you can make better choices hmm. with your time. And that's how you develop the ability to become financially free and ultimately truly free very rapidly. Wow. That, this is just like that. That just blew my mind how you demonstrated the compound interest of money and then it created that with time. And I, but that's why I, I wanted you on here is you truly see, and I believe this too, is financial literacy. It's really not about money. It's about freedom. It's about lifestyle. Um, we have, we want to build that money so you can live a free life. You can be happy. Right. You can do the things you want. And I, I love how you've just changed my view today about problem solving of we invest so we can problem solve. We become entrepreneurs so we can problem solve. And I think that's a mind shift that can benefit everyone on the podcast to think about money more in those terms and also be yeah. thinking about time now. And you know what, if you're scared to start investing your money, start investing time and right. the principles will start compounding. You'll start understanding what investing looks like. And then you can, and then they can go to your book and learn more. So Chris, I want to ask our final question, but, and that is, and then I want you to reiterate where they can find you, where yep. they can get your book and learn more. But we always ask on the podcast, what is one piece of advice you'd give your younger self to boost your confidence? And this is interesting to me because your younger self was doing really well. Like you were, you were already thinking ahead. You, you had a lot of life, big life events happen early on. So I'm curious to know what piece of advice would you give your younger self? Yeah. So first off, you know, everybody looks in the mirror and it's like, I'm there, there's what's called an imposter syndrome, right? Oh, so yeah. no matter what level of success you have, you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm not, you know, I'm, maybe I'm not worth it. You think, or, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not, this isn't, you know, I'm not, I'm not this expert. I'm not this person. Um, mm -hmm. but what helps is if you have people that have perspective around you. So the advice I would give my younger self is find a coach, find a mentor earlier in mm. life that can really direct you. Cause I think a lot of times we think we have to do it all ourselves and that's simply not true. That is actually a really beautiful piece of advice. And also you're an example of that because you are now our mentor. And I also think your book is a form of mentoring too. So tell us again, just kind of reiterate your sources, your, your book, the, the resources you've talked about so we can make sure all of our podcast listeners can go and, 
and reiterate, rethink on these things, reprocess those five steps. So yeah, where can they find you? Yeah. So, um, everything can be found at nextlevelincome.com, nextlevelincome.com. You can get a free copy of my book, click on the book link. If you want to go through those five steps, um, whether you're, you know, you're getting started on your financial journey, or maybe you're listening, you do have a child and you say, Hey, I want to, I want to go through these five steps with my, with my children. Um, that's nextlevelincome.com forward slash kids. Uh, you can also subscribe to our podcast on the podcast link. And if you're interested in investing and learning how to gain access to our investments in apartments, self-storage, mobile home parks, as well as uh, our latest investment opportunity, which are express tunnel car washes. You can also click on the invest link and set up a time to talk to me about that. And podcast listeners, I'd really encourage invest your time. Look at, look at pulling back these things. Invest your time and go look at his website and go find those resources. It, your knowledge now will compound in the future truly of the principles he's giving you and starting them in your life. So make sure, please go to his nextlevelincome.com. I got that right, right? Nextlevelincome.com. Yes. Yeah, Never. and go check out those resources. Go back. Even if you're not a kid, go look at those five principles, the four slash kid. I, I'm going back. I'm going to go read all those again, because just thank you so much, Chris, for sharing so much with us, for getting us started on this financial literacy journey. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Absolutely. And thank you for what you're doing for your audience, Katie. And if you're listening today, you're very fortunate and congratulations on investing your time to become better oh. in your future. Yeah. Congratulations to our listeners. Really, you are investors. So have that in your mindset. You are an investor and we'll see you next week. I think a lot of times the feeling of fear comes from a lack of control in our lives. And our sponsor, PowerPay, is offering a money master course that's normally $40 for free to all Full Confidence Ahead podcast listeners so you can take control of your finances this year. The course is video-based and gives you real-life money smarts. So to claim your course, go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash Pal, which is K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N-P-O-W-E-L-L, and it'll automatically add the money master course course to your cart and you just click checkout and you'll get it for free. You can also access your course by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the money master course under the finance category, then using the code KATIEANN, K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N with no spaces to claim your $40 discount and free course at checkout. So let's master our money together. Thanks for listening in on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. Weekly on Tuesdays, we'll continue our journey of confidence together through new interviews and insights. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest conversations and confidence boosts. And by the way, you got this because you deserve to live life full confidence ahead. See you next week.